You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew, and with me today, as always, is Jared. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And if you've tuned in over the last few weeks, you'll know that uh, lately we've been focusing on countries in Southeast Asia. A couple weeks ago, we did Myanmar at number 19 on the World Watch list. Laos was number 20. This week, we're talking about the number 21 country on the World Watch list, Vietnam. Yes, Vietnam, or as its official name reads, the Socialist Republic of Vietnam, is one of the five remaining countries in the world which is still ruled by a communist party. They follow the communist ideology strictly and revere the state founder Ho Chi Minh, or Uncle Ho as he's fondly referred to. Now this reverence is not to the level of reverence or or even worship that you would see to the leaders in North Korea, but it is a, a, a reverence for him. Mm. And all beliefs uh, other than the communist ideology are opposed, and religion is curbed by laws that are known under the heading Decree 92. But there's a new comprehensive uh, law on religion and belief that came into effect in 2018. Although there's a few sections in the new law which could be considered an improvement for Christians, the practical implementation so far doesn't show any relief for churches or Christians. Right. Now, since families in Vietnam, especially those in rural areas, usually live with three generations under one roof, Christian converts have to be particularly careful about how they, um, they practice their faith to, and to whom they share it with. Mm-hmm. No, converts have to be cautious when keeping Christian materials like a Bible. And, and under these circumstances, meeting with other Christians can become very difficult. And unfortunately, in many cases, family members will hinder the new converts from having fellowship with other Christians. This is true not only for converts from a Buddhist background or an animist background, but also for Christians from families with strong connections to the Communist Party. And even before the COVID-19 restrictions came into place, there were many reports that Christians, uh, especially those who are from ethnic minorities, were denied government benefits, whether in the form of Uh, disaster relief, agricultural microfinance loans, uh, student grants, and so forth. And as you can imagine, that's obviously played a large role during the pandemic with with government relief being handed out a little more. Yeah, and we've we've heard stories of uh, Christians in Vietnam just like completely being ignored simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And so that's a it's a tough thing to hear about. But even amidst all this persecution, we actually do see um, people coming to faith in Vietnam, um, particularly among the ethnic minority people groups. We wanted to share a story with you today, which will help us better understand many of these persecution dynamics. And so this story is about um, Adon. Adon and his family are tribal believers from uh, northern Vietnam, uh, and they they actually committed their lives to Jesus Christ this year, 2020. And uh, so since they came to faith, um, you know, they've begun to understand what true peace means. They've learned to love their, love their neighbors unconditionally and, and pray for them whenever they face troubles. 
But despite their transformation, on July 15, the people from their village pressured them to deny the newfound faith. They ended up destroying their field of rice and corn, as well as some of their belongings. Because they strongly refused to recant their Christian faith, uh, Wai Mei, who's Adon's wife, was fired from her job as a cook at a school. Their children, who are six and four years old, were expelled from the schools that they attend. And even though Adon and Waimei's sons do not fully understand their faith yet, their innocence and the teaching of their parents guided them in their decision when they were commanded to deny Jesus. Mm -hmm. This is what their kids said. Our parents have taught us to love God and to trust in him. They also taught us that we should anticipate that persecution will come, and no matter how hard it will be or whoever threatens us, we should not deny him. Until now, local authorities, which uh, includes, you know, the village chief, uh, continue to demand that the family give up their faith. Otherwise, they will be beaten and kicked out of the village. But they are remaining firm in their resolve. And recently, while Adon was on his way home from church, he was stopped by the local officers who searched his bag and confiscated his Bible. Yeah. Unfortunately, Adon is is currently ill and, and he has to go to the hospital often for treatment. Because of his condition and Waimei being jobless, they can barely manage to provide food for their family. But their hope is in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Waimei said, uh, this is a quote from her, I do not regret my decision of not renouncing Jesus. I know that there are other Christians who are also persecuted, just like my family. And I will continue to assert my faith in God and hope that he will continue to open doors for our family. Although, to be honest, I sometimes worry about what the next day will bring. What about my children? Where will they study now? Until when will the local authorities allow my family to live here in our home? And I ask you to pray for my family. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that in, in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a, in a more recent update, uh, we learned that Adon spoke again with the local authorities, asking them to accept his children back in school, but they refused because the family continues to worship God. The authorities also added, your family will never be safe and have peace here in this village unless you stop believing in your God. Adon says, this is not right according to Vietnamese religious law, but they said there is no law here except the village's law. Yeah, and a few days after that, uh, Adon's two pigs, which were actually pregnant, died, and Adon suspected they were poisoned. Now that's for um, for a person in that area would be a massive blow because of how much uh, livelihood having uh, animals like that can bring, especially if they're pregnant. And then later on, Adon's rice field is also destroyed. So major, uh, major harm done to his livelihood. Um, his harvest is confiscated by the villagers. And every night, these villagers, they uh, they attack the house. They, they have a, um, a habit of throwing cow dung into the house, which course makes it difficult for them to to sleep or, or get any rest at all especially his sons and adon also expressed in his message that the local authorities in his community have prohibited his family from meeting with their pastor or uh, any other visitors so as you can hear from this story it's i mean the, the persecution is then the pressure is just compounding they, yeah. they keep putting it on uh Simply because they've chosen to follow Jesus Christ. And this is all within their first year hmm. of converting. I mean, I can, I can only imagine what they're going through. And, and so, 
you know, I, I want to pray for these people, for this family. These are our brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and so mm-hmm. uh, let's, uh, let's pray for them and for other believers in Vietnam. Yeah, so we'll pray for Adon and Waimei. We'll pray that they continue to hold unswervingly to the faith that they profess and that they will experience God's faithfulness in new ways. Yeah, and you know, we'll, we'll pray for proper discipleship for the many ethnic minorities coming to faith in rural areas. And we'll also pray for the family members who are pressuring their relatives to return to traditional faiths and rituals. Pray that they would see Christ through their Christian relatives. Okay, let's pray. Lord God, you know our hearts and you know our minds and you know uh, just the the depths of grief that we have for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted, uh, specifically in Vietnam today. And we pray that you would, uh, by your grace, be with them in a mighty way. We pray for this uh, lovely family, Adon and Waimei, who have chosen to follow you despite the persecution. Lord, and for their two sons who don't fully understand what's going on yet, but have chosen to, uh, to, to look to you, even in, in times that they feel very confused and frightened. Lord, we pray that you would uh, allow them, through the power of your Holy Spirit, to continue to hold unswervingly to that faith that they profess. May they grow stronger and be given an extra measure of courage. And in times when the persecution is uh, the most difficult, may they look to you for their help. Lord, when, when there's questions that come up about where to go to school or how they will have a livelihood now that their, uh, their animals and harvest have been taken away, Lord, we ask that you will provide in incredible ways and may they see miracles in their life uh, as a result of their faith. And Lord, on a more uh, broad scale, we pray for the believers in Vietnam who are uh, choosing to come to faith despite going against the national ideology. We pray especially, Lord, for those who are part of ethnic minorities in rural areas, God, the opportunities for discipleship and, and uh, church fellowship are so minimal there. But we also know, Lord, that there are no obstacles to the gospel, no obstacles for your spirit. And so we pray that you would allow for uh, proper discipleship and proper growth and, um, and fellowship and community for these believers. Lord, may they be given protection and safety in the midst of danger. And God, we also do want to pray for family members who are doing the persecuting. And Lord, so often we think of uh, persecution as being, you know, government restrictions or or violence. But uh, sometimes, God, it's just your family uh, uh, disagreeing with you and pressuring you to come back to um, traditional faiths or or rituals. And uh, Lord, that can just be uh, just as hard in different ways. And so we pray for uh, those family members who would seek to to pressure your children into renouncing their faith. And we ask that you would do a work in their hearts and may the testimony of the believers there be um, a mighty witness for your word in Vietnam. Lord, we know that you are capable of doing miracles and we thank you in advance for what we will see in Vietnam, for which we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. If you liked today's episode, make sure to uh, rate and review Uh, If you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe. Follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved, and then click 
prayer. 